Live from New York, the show that is not making a big deal of Nick's birthday today. We're barely mentioning it. We're not making a big deal about it. We're not mentioning it at all. Today, Aaron Rodgers wins, but it kind of felt like a loss. Why the Packers are in trouble and the Patriots are not. Okay. Meanwhile, Ravens go scoreless in the second half, lose to the Bills. Why Nick says the loss is not on Harbaugh, but on Lamar? Question mark. And finally, all three-time Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth joins us to talk about his impresario Broncos. <laughs> hey, alongside Nick I'm Wright, right. I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, I'm good. Can you put a grade on the effort from our friend Bulls here? Uh... That's a uh, B. Okay. I'll give him a B. Wait, he tried. Wait, that long. He tried. He, he is, We're not he is so out. I know. <laughs> Just ask. I can't ask him for takes. He takes it really seriously. I, I take people, serious, people are paying attention to the grades I give to Broncos <laughs> offensive line. KC back on top. Chiefs avenge their brutal Super Bowl loss. Oh, my gosh. That was bad. Behind an electric performance from Mahomes. Three touchdowns, one awesome fake that I'm also counting as a touchdown for him. Here's Mahomes after the game. We had a great game plan. Uh, we got the ball out of my hands fast. The O-line played, played their tail off. I, I want to say something else. They played their tail off. Run game, pass game. Um, they accepted the challenge. There was some chatter about how they weren't going to be up for the challenge, and they were ready for it. And when you can run the ball like that and they can protect like that, we'll be a hard team to beat. If you're at home, and you've got a bicycle helmet or any sort of protective gear that you need to put on. Please go put it on like I am going to because I'm going to ask for Nick's reaction from this electric win. Here we clearly, go. Clearly and obviously the best team in football. <laughs> and nobody, nobody seriously thinks otherwise unless someone wants to come up here and make the case, I suppose, maybe for Philadelphia. But yeah. nobody actually thinks Philadelphia is better than Kansas City. Sure. They are certainly and clearly and unequivocally and inarguably the best team and the favorites in the big bad AFC. And, and certainly in their own division, the hardest division ever, the AFC West. And well, how do we know it? Oh, I don't know. They were playing the number one defense in football, a defense that had given up 27 points all year. Dak Prescott plus a dark horse MVP, James Winston, plus a four-time actual MVP. Aaron Rodgers played this defense, and in those 12 quarters combined, scored 27 points. And then a one-time MVP, Patrick Mahomes, a guy who is no longer the best quarterback in football. Ask the NFL players who yeah. rated him third best. No longer the best young quarterback. Ask the folks on NFL.com that said you'd start your franchise with Justin Herbert. Certainly no longer the best quarterback in the AFC. Ask, you know, it's Josh Allen. With, you know, arm being weighed down by all those championship rings, Josh Allen. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes in four quarters of football scored 41. In two quarters scored 28. And I know you two are big hip-hop heads. Oh. And, you know, I'm going to go deep in the archives, but I think you guys are probably familiar with a guy named Tupac Shakur, I think is the name. Correct. Uh, yeah. Correct. What did he say? How do you want it? It was one of his favorite songs. One of his famous yes. songs. Yeah. Tell me how you want it. Okay. That's yeah. where the Chiefs <laughs> offense is now. Because you know what the Bucks said? Oh, we're going to make you run. And you know what the Chiefs did? Ran it right yeah. down their throat. And then they said, we're going to dare you to pass. And Mahomes made magic happen. And then, Brew, even when they had the perfect plan, Mahomes decided, we're going to change sports on you. I'm going to play a little <laughs> basketball for a touchdown. So, yeah, that team with that quarterback and that coach and that championship pedigree, dare I say, is the best team in the NFL. Pretty good. All right. All Pretty right. Good. All right. You deserve that. I know. You deserve it. Also it's been a long month because <laughs> they weren't the team me. of the month. All oh, right. They weren't team of the month. Now, look, Kansas City it's a new was month, great. October. Patrick Mahomes was sensational. And you know how much I love Mahomes yep. almost Called as much Jordan as Jordan-esque. Yes, he was great. And if this week some people – have them atop their power rankings uh, or their tiers. Yeah. I know somebody who will. Of course. I won't throw a hissy fit. It will be very justifiable. Uh -huh. But Nick started off with this statement, Wilds. They are clearly, unequivocally, obviously, yeah. obviously the best team in the AFC. Yeah. And that's where I have to 
call your bluff. Oh, you're going to – Dolphins? Yeah, no, I got you. You, you. Nick, this is the same Chiefs t- – it's a season. Uh-huh. It's a marathon, not a yeah. sprint. It's 17 weeks, not one week. Yeah. And just one week ago, the hapless Indianapolis Colts beat them. So who's better than them? So how in the world and, and let, let me continue because there's the there's AFC? evidence. That's there's more evidence. more evidence. All right. Just two weeks ago, the Los Angeles Chargers, who are not as good as we all thought they'd be. Why not? Outplayed the Chiefs for the better part of 60 minutes before that. losing you by keep three saying points. They outplayed All right. I have no evidence of that. And then yesterday, uh-huh. a Tom Brady led Buccaneers team. Got that had, uh, was averaging 17 points a game entering that contest, put up 31. Did they feel like so 31? So the defense, no. it, it, it felt like oh, 31. You, the game was in, was in question, you felt? That, that, see, that's where the weakness is, the defense. All right, this defense is giving up 24 points a game. You know, you know who's not giving up 24 points a game? The Cowboys. Any other team in the league with a winning record. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh my! Yeah. So the defense is yeah. You pretty would need good. to have you okay. Need, I agree with Brew Wilds. I agree with you, Brew. In order because the defense right now has been, I, I would argue, slightly above average. Okay. We'll call it average. In Buffalo's order, got a great defense. Yeah, but their offense isn't that good. And Buffalo's got an offense that can that play can score with the Chiefs. That can score. Almost as many points as the Chiefs did yesterday in its last two games combined. Well, hold, hold up, hold up. But they, B- Baltimore went in and destroyed the defending Super Bowl champions. I would say even worse than you guys destroyed Tampa Bay. Ba- Buffalo. Baltimore, You're Buffalo. Bu- Buffalo you I'm Buffalo. sorry. Yeah. Buffalo beat Baltimore yesterday, mm-hmm. proving what one thing you thought was a weakness. Can they win close games? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They made. They're the only team this year. That has made Lamar Jackson look human and, dare I say, pretty yeah. only, only mediocre and yesterday. And for the record, their offense is the only one this year that was not able to take advantage of the Ravens secondary. Flacco went for 300. Mac Jones went for 300. Tua became a Hall of Famer based on playing that Ravens secondary. But the Bills, because I knew this would come back to the Bills, Wilds. So of this course is what you knew. Of course it would. That's the so team. can we show the fancy little EPA graphics oh, that my friends in the nerd this. community make? So the Y-axis is defense. The X-axis is offense. We'll show it to you. Oh, See that graphic. team on the very, very far right? That's the Chiefs. What that means is slightly below average defense, the best offense by a mile. Look up at the top. You see the Bills? Buffalo, yeah. Yeah, so here's my and issue, Eagles, Wilds. Right? Wow. The Bills and the Eagles, amazing defenses and okay, above average okay? offenses. You know, above, above average. Uh, yeah, graphic. above average offenses. Sorry, Wilds. We don't, we don't create those graphics. <laughs> we took that from uh, our friends in the analytics community on Twitter. The, of course, the, Bill, the Bills defense has been carrying them. The Bills defense won them the game yesterday. The Bills offense, except for when they were playing the Tennessee Titans, has looked well. Okay, they put up thirty-one against the defense. Yeah. Aaron yeah. Donald. Yeah, they. they, they Jalen Ramsey. I'm letting go. No, of that. those guys. That I'm letting go. Really? I'm just no. Listen, further that game, and further in the it counts. Wilds. No, it does count. And and listen, we all know that turnovers don't matter in the NFL. They never determine games or anything. And if you remove turnovers, Bills offense be pretty good. But they turn the ball over a lot. Quarterback turns the ball over a lot. And their defense has carried them. So if the argument is the Bills' defense is so good it makes them the best team in football, maybe I'd listen to it. But that's not what anybody's argument is. The argument with the Bills is always Josh Allen and that offense. No, that which wasn't has been, my argument. But it has been mostly an idea rather than into actualization okay. so far. I, I hate to agree with Nick, but he's right. The Chiefs are now the number one team in the NFL. I think it's hard to argue. The other narrative that we had coming into this game was the passing of the torch between Mahomes and Brady. Watching that game, Nick, did you feel like there was a torch pass from the GOAT to not the baby GOAT, but maybe we'll just call him Patrick Mahomes? No, but I'm going to soft launch a take here. Oh, good. I got a little bit of a feeling watching that game like Romo got two years ago. When the Chiefs beat the Bucks, and he said, "Oh yeah, you know, I think we might see this again." And everyone was like, "What is he talking about?" That's what you're going to. The Bucks were, you know, not playing well at that point in time, mm-hmm. and he said, "Might see it in the Super Bowl." I look around the landscape of the NFC. 
and your Super Bowl pick is just a terrible, not awful great. team. Not going great. Uh, the Cardinals. Brew's Super Bowl pick, the Packers, we'll talk about later. They're not looking great. My Super Bowl pick lost its starting quarterback. So I, the Niners, I have less faith in them. And when I saw Tampa yesterday, because I actually do believe and agree with, I know everyone today is going to start to say, hey, maybe the Bucks Stevens isn't that good. No, the Bucks Stevens is as good as we knew it was. The Chiefs are just an unstoppable force offensively. I think the I think the Bucks defense is going to be consistently excellent, and I think the offense will get better as the year goes on. So I think the only real chance for a passing of the torch is if they play in the Super Bowl, and I think that is more possible now than ever before. Mm-hmm. But I, if I can get back to – because I think Brew will meet me halfway on something. Before the year, when everyone was worried about the Chiefs losing Tyree Kill except for me, I said – yeah, I think Mahomes plus an excellent offensive line in and of itself is going to give you a minimum of a top five offense and maybe the very best offense in football. Yesterday he's throwing to backup tight ends. He's throwing to running backs. He's making highlight plays. Kelsey obviously was excellent and had a big game. With the offensive line playing the way it did, and I don't want to have an offensive line discussion, I don't know how you're supposed to slow down this offense. Because if you play that little too-high-safety shell, you know what they showed you yesterday? We run it for 180 yards on that Tampa defense. And if you come down, all of a sudden MVS is open down the field and Hardman is open down the field. With Mahomes having solved the game the way he has to where even broken plays turn into touchdowns and he's not getting greedy, I don't know what would have to happen short of an injury for the Chiefs to not have far and away the best offense in football, which is why I don't think they have to have the, a top five defense. I just think they can't have the 2018 Kansas City Chiefs defense. Look, I, I'm with you in Kansas City's greatness, but I do think you're overreacting to one game. And it was a great game. What about week one? What they about week 44? three? Yes, they When they got beat by the Indianapolis Colts, where was that offense then? We were sitting here say, talking about – the run game's got to be better. Like, uh, where's the number one wide receiver? Not Kelsey, but wide receiver. We, that's, we were talking about that a week yeah, ago. I agree. They are not the 07 Pats. They are not going to go undefeated and not have a bad week. But even in week three against the Colts, they lost that game because of special teams disasters and a, their best defensive player getting a, a sportsmanlike conduct penalty on the game-winning sack. Like their Why offense, didn't the offense score the, more points? Because they, because they were losing possessions due to special teams disasters. They missed a field goal. They faked a field goal. There was 13 points left on the field, board. They had to by the, the field goal. Yes, they're not going to score touchdowns look, every offense, single play. They're not going to score that's, touchdowns. I'm just saying you were overreacting because you sounded like, I don't know how anybody's going to stop them. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I think. Well, I think the Colts, that, maybe they'll yeah, call the Colts and talk yeah, to them may, about maybe, it. Maybe so, or maybe out. that was a one-off of a game. <laughs> I think that we saw the best team in football last night kick the teeth in of a team some people think is one of the best teams in football. Yeah, uh, hey, Ravens lost, Bills won. So this one on Harbaugh. We discuss next. <laughs> Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Great news. Making his debut in the studio is Mark Schlereth. Welcome, Mr. Schlereth. Bills over Baltimore fourth quarter. Harbaugh doesn't take the field goal. 
Instead goes for a touchdown that gets intercepted. Bills march down the field, kick a field goal to win it. Here's Harbaugh on this decision. Well, I felt like it gave us the best chance to win the game because seven, the worst that happens is if they go down the field and score, and I think we'll get them stopped, but if they go down the field and score a touchdown, the worst thing that can happen is that you're in overtime. But you kick a field goal there, now it's not a three-down game anymore. It's a four-down game. And you're putting them out there. You're putting your defense at a disadvantage because they've got four downs to convert all the way down the field and a chance to, again, score seven, and then you, you lose the game on a touchdown. So then the worst thing, the other thing, you think you're going to get the ball at the two-yard line. So I'm very confident in our defense. Defense's ability to stop them down there with the ball on the two-yard line. So we got them backed up. If we don't get it, it didn't turn out that way, unfortunately, and we lost the game. So hindsight, you could take the points. But if you look at it analytically, I understand why we did it. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> Brew, are you blaming Harbaugh for this loss? Okay, as much as I'm a young soul, I'm admittedly old school. And yes, I am blaming Harbaugh for this loss. Now, look, in a 60-minute game, there are all types of things happen, right? You can talk about the defense. Mm-hmm. You can talk about Lamar not being up to, up to par. So there are other things you can blame. But this comes down to John Harbaugh because this is the definition of insanity. Doing something over and over again in which you keep failing at it. It doesn't work. And Harbaugh keeps doing this. Nick, last year, we saw it against Pittsburgh, right? They scored with 12 seconds left to pull within a point. And instead of kicking the extra point, sending it into overtime, they go for two, fail, and lose. We saw it also last year against Green Bay. Same thing. Less than a minute left. They pull within a point, go for two, lose, we and don't even get to overtime. We also against Kansas City, and they beat the Chiefs because of it. Okay, but I just gave you two where they yeah. lost. And I'm going to give you another one. This year, against Miami, they go for four. They, they're up 14. They go for fourth and one. At, at my end, like right near midfield, they fail. Short field for the Dolphins. They come Boom. down, score. That, we all know the rest of that. And I think that is why Marcus Peters was so upset. Because I think he was like, we keep doing this. We, th- this is a game of inches. That's a cliche, but it's true. And these little things matter. And I think, look, last year, those two games, maybe it cost them a playoff spot. This year, it may, it may have cost them that game yesterday. So that's all fair. But the key part that Harbaugh talked about there is the reason I, – the, I, forget analytics, just logic. Wilds' old point of what does your opponent hope you do, do the opposite. If you're rooting for the Bills, which I know you're not, do you want them to kick that field goal and give you the ball back with four minutes left, Josh Allen, your timeouts and ability to, and kick off? Or if you're rooting for the Bills, do you want them to go for the touchdown? You know the Bills were like, please kick the field goal, please kick the field goal. But the key to the play was Lamar's mistake because the whole logic tree of if we don't get it, they are backed up to the two. The fly in the ointment there is you can't throw a pick in the end zone to where they have it on the 20. That was the disaster of it. And listen, I, I like Lamar. I think he deserves a ton of money. I also think that Lamar is in a very weird space in comes to media coverage, which is there is no gray on the coverage of Lamar Jackson. It's either he's a league MVP, which through three weeks he might have been, he deserves a fully guaranteed contract, or the people who have disliked him and said he can't win for years and they won't budge on it even though all the evidence is against it. The gray on it is this. Lamar Jackson cost them that football game with his play not just on that last drive, the entire second half. They had a 17-point lead in that football game, and Lamar in the second half, had 36 yards passing. They, they had a three and out, a five and out, a pick, and then a pick in the end zone. Where if he throws the ball away, they're fine. Buffalo's backed up on their own two-yard line, and I don't think they have the ability to drive down the field, certainly not with the ease with which they did. So I would have certainly done that if I'm John Harbaugh. I have Lamar Jackson. It's goal line. I can go up a score. But what you can't take there is a brutal sack, which Lamar also almost took, or throw a pick in the end zone. That was the deciding factor. So as much as I like Lamar Stink, I put it on him. Okay, right, let's talk about all the things that are stupid. Okay, okay let's Great. take all the things, write this down. All the things that are stupid. Okay, number one, analytics. That's Love dumb. It. 
<laughs> analytics are stupid, right? I mean, it's made by a bunch of guys that are math nerds who have never actually played before. That I mean, it's the dumbest thing that it drives me nuts. So I'm going to let <laughs> some. I'm going to let somebody. I'm going to let somebody. So I I, here's one of the I, coach told me this. The analytics department comes down and says to us, "Hey, listen, man, we're averaging a yard per carry more when we run to the left than we do to the right. So this week we should run to the left 72 percent of the time versus you know and then." Right, and then we, here's what happened. Here's what happened. That coach goes, "Hey, Aaron Donald lands up on that side. Aaron Donald lines up on that side. Get the hell out of here, right? Like, what do you know? But, Stop thank it. You. But that's but, not the. Hold on, stink. Thank yeah, you. I, I love. I have a. I have a. I know. I know. I know. I just. This is music to my To be fair, the idea that the analytics department does not incorporate. The opposition, your own team, where people are, is a straw man. They don't just say run to the left because we're successful there, independent of who's on the left side or Aaron Donald. Well, I just told you it's a story just- where they came down to a coaching staff and said, hey, we average X number of yards more well, per those carry to the left. Well, what they're doing. That, 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 okay. That's All right. All right. Okay. That's one stupid thing. Okay. Yeah. So that's one stupid thing. Um, to your point on Lamar, uh, I know one guy that was given effort driving on that football. I think it was Poyer who intercepted it. Well, am I correct on that? Yeah. Where Duvernay was waiting for it to come back, run back down your freaking stem, go get the ball, attack the ball in the air. Or okay? at least dislodge so, it. Yep. Right. So that, that was one. And then the last thing that I'll tell you is stupid is what are you known for as a football team? Are you known for your superior passing game? Or are you known because you run the heck out of the ball and you operate that way? Let's line up an empty gun. That I totally okay, agree with. Okay, let's line up an empty gun and let's have no threat. So on the goal line, one of the things you have to understand about goal line football, okay, is that on the goal line, when you line up in a run formation, you make the defense have to defend two things. And to be good on goal line, you know what you have to do? When you flag a play action out there and you show, hey, we want, we're going to run this ball, you have to sell out. You cannot afford but because you're guessing on the goal line. Defenders guess on the goal line. That's and, and listen, when they guess wrong, those are wide open touchdowns. They're like, how do you go? Oh, well, how did that tight end get so open? Why? Because they you guess. You have to make a choice. You, you have, have to, to make a choice. Right. That I and totally so, agree with. So all of a sudden you've got you've got uh, Dobbins, you've got I mean, you've got a great running game, you've got Ricard running the fullback, and you've got a quarterback that can yeah. run, and you say, Hey, guess what, guys? You don't have to guess. You can play us from deep to low, right? We're not going to – hey, well, maybe our quarterback takes off, but you can still take away the pass first before you go do that. That, that to me, is the dumbest decision. And then the Ooh, best chance to win, the best chance to win, like uh, kick a field goal, right? You're, you're saying, hey, man, like I have trust in my defense and I'm going to put it on my defense. I'm going to trust them. The best chance to win is go out there and get the lead late in the football game. That's the best chance to win. Simple. I, I, I love it. I, I I don't have anything to add to that. Well, That's no. I, drop. I mean, that, that was – Kick the field goal. The, the, right. the, the play call can be debated. All of that can be de- debated. And I think Stink makes some very fair points. But the what perplexes me on people arguing they should have kicked the field goal is I have been told all year long the Bills are this – amazing team in large part because of this amazing quarterback and this amazing offense. If that is the case and you are two your choices, if I kick this field goal, it's going to be four minutes for them. We're going to kick off, so they're going to have the ball probably at the 25. And to Harbaugh's point, they're going to be in four-down territory the entire time. I don't blame him for th- saying, well, considering the fact that our defense let – Joe Flacco and Mac Jones throw for nearly 800 yards combined and turn Tua into an all-pro, our defense did. I think Josh Allen might be able to get 45 they yards. They've been doing a good job on Allen, though. The four down territory, so you're telling me that if they're in, if they're in fourth and three from the that fourth, well, if you got it on the 25, right? Mm-hmm. So you're fourth and yeah. three from whatever that math is. I didn't know. Nobody told me there would be sure. math, okay? Yeah. They, they didn't <laughs> yeah. tell me on this show there would be math. If, if you're fourth and three from the 32, you're saying that you're punting that? No, no, no. no. I mean, you're, if you're in four, you're in regardless, regardless where right, you get okay. that ball, regardless of what the freaking score is, you're still in four no, down territory. Not in, no, you're not in four down territory if you go for it. His point is, if we score, they're in four down territory. 
our worst case scenario, if you don't throw a pick in the end zone, is we go for it and fail. Now you're on your it's a tie game now. Sure. Now you're not now they're gonna be uber conservative. They have the ball at their own two yard line in a tie game. They're gonna be uber conservative and we might end up getting the ball back. That was his point. That if we score either way, if we score, they're gonna be in four down territory. The question is, are we up three or seven? But if we don't score, they are going to be super conservative. They're backed up on their own two. I did not which they know there been. was this much thinking in football. Well, I just <laughs> kick a field goal and take a lead. I mean, that's, like maybe that's the problem. We're thinking too much. This is a game this is a game that is coached and played by phys ed majors. Let's quit the thinking and let's just start winning games. How about that? Take and Nick, point. it's happened, as I said, time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. Over and over. Lamar Jackson Do something at the goal line. Ooh, is it time to, to worry about Aaron Rodgers? Look at this. This is a great highlight. Didn't even win the game. Still got the highlight in there, though. We discuss next. America's team at Lambeau. <laughs> Baby goat out. Hoyer out. Bailey Zappi versus Aaron Rodgers. Patriots almost won this one. <laughs> Rogers not happy with the close victory, though. Take a listen, Stink. This way of winning, I don't think it's sustainable because it's just puts too much pressure on our defense, and and uh, obviously I got to play better and will play better. Can't be two and two losing to a third-string quarterback and uh, and not playing great in all three phases. So we had to have this one. That doesn't take anything away from the joy of winning, but this is the one we had to have. It takes a little bit of wow. It takes a little bit away. He's not uh, happy. What, uh, first off, is Obi-Wan Kenobi? Is that what he was oh, wearing? Oh, was <laughs> Obi-Wan? Oh, what was that? Thing. That's his new thing. Yeah. That was a, like a robe yeah, thing. Yeah, that's his new thing. Oh, good. is that his thing? Okay. Yeah, I didn't, thing. Okay. Oh, Are you worried about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Yeah, I'm worried about I'm, You know what I'm worried about? No, Devontae Adams. That's what I'm worried okay. about. So, I, I think I've got to gotta walk you through kind of the program, having talked to them in, in the organization. So, what happened was when LaFleur got there, he said to Aaron Rodgers, he goes, let me take it off your plate. First and second down, let me take something off your plate, right? Because there's so much on a quarterback's plate. There's just so much information that you have to have. And I explained it this morning. It's like when you go to the picnic and you've got a cheap paper plate, yeah. right? And you load up your plate and you're trying to walk back and you're very careful. And then half the plate breaks in half and half and your food falls out. Like they said, let us take that stuff off your plate. Let us lighten your load. So on first and second down situations, let the scheme take care of it for you. We'll, we'll create a scheme in which you can just throw the ball, get us into get us into second manageable, get us into third and short, whatever, right? But in critical situations, it's on you. Critical situations pick your matchup. And so in critical situations over the last two years, when in back-to-back MVPs, Devontae Adams. Yeah. I'll take that guy all the time. And the, the thing you've got to understand about Devontae Adams, he's one of the smartest players in football. So he'll come in the first quarter and say, hey, man, we got in that three-by-one formation, and I was number two, and they, they played me with this leverage. So the next time, let's change that route, and I'm going to break out instead of breaking in, and this could be wide open. And then all of a sudden, the second quarter, they'll get that situation. He'll look over at Aaron and go, this is the one. And he's like, okay. Nice. And they run it, right? Yeah. And, they, and it's conversion, boom. Now we've got another first down. Do you think that happens overnight? Do you think you're going to take a bunch, of, a bunch of guys that you just drafted or guys that are new to the team and you're going to create that kind of chemistry? No, you're not. So, yeah, I am worried about I am worried about them because they don't have that. They don't have that critical situation guy that we just say, man, this is where we're going 100% of the time. They don't have they it. They don't have a guy to have a guy. And yeah. The the idea is Great of course that because you have Rodgers, the two time two time in a row league MVP, four time overall, he can overcome it. And so far he hasn't been able to. But before let me give credit to two people. The first person I want to give credit to is Kevin Wilds. Oh good. Prognosticator, prognosticator, yeah. the seer of seers. He created oh, uh, upset alert. Upset alert. He listen, it's an they, alert. we have little controversy on this show of on upset alert, what do you get credit for and what do you not? If you pick a double-digit underdog to win and they end up losing on the final play of overtime, you get credit for that. Yes. So good job well, by Wild. Let's go. If, if Brew, just I mean, close game. Brew, How about just close no, game? No, no. Alert. Close it was a game. close game. Sure, yeah. I'll close give game. you credit. Yeah, if you pick a double-digit underdog, so Wilds, well done. Nailed it. The other person I want to give credit to is Rodgers for this, and we gave you a little sneak peek, sneak peek of the graphic. I had said that when things go wrong for him, it all of a sudden spirals. The opposite happened okay. this week. Okay. He had the worst first half of his career. Yep. The worst first half of his career. Right. And then instead of having it spiral, pulled himself out of it, and they escaped with a win. So I will give him credit there. But Brew, 
The Packers' defense is good. It is not good enough to carry them yeah. you know, to a championship. Right. And Rodgers hasn't had – that offense hasn't had a single excellent game. Week one, they were bad. Week two, they, were, they ran the ball well against the Bears. Week three, they scored 14 points and did nothing in the second half. And last week, the one drive in the first half where they scored – Rodgers never touched the ball. They they ran the ball in all six plays. So I, for the Packers to reach the Super Bowl, which is obviously their standard for the season, he has to be the reason. The defense and the running game can be good complementary pieces, but he has to be the reason. And through the first month of the season, he has not looked like that level of play. So you are worried? Absolutely. 100%. Look, I picked them to get to the Super Bowl. They're clearly not guaranteed. But the NFC is wide open, and I'm not yet worried. This is what I expected from them. I I didn't even pick them to win their division, but I pick them to make the playoffs and get to the Super Bowl because they are – you said this thing. It takes time to develop this chemistry, Mm -hmm. and I think the chemistry will develop. Now, they'll never have a Devontae Adams this year, but Romeo Dobbs is getting better. The drop touchdown pass notwithstanding – Christian Watson, I like what they're doing with him. Yesterday they got him a ball on the reverse just to get some positive plays from him. And now he scores on the touchdown. I think he's going to get better as the season goes on. Dobbs, great catch there. And then he drops this one in the end zone that I referred to. They should call Odell. Or call the Giants about Gallup. I'm I'm with you on that. They need another guy. But overall, Nick, look, the defense is very good. Right? Not great, as you said, but it's very good. Fine. The running game is strong. They rushed for almost yeah. 200 yards sure. yesterday no, yeah, against Belichick. Hey, uh, getting and, to the playoffs I, is not going to be their problem. It's winning Super Bowl. It, but like well, I said. It's, it's winning playoff games. Who's it's, the world beater in the, in the NFC? I mean, they, Tampa Bay? No, there okay, isn't. Okay, right. There, there isn't one. one. They, so I think with this team getting better, that they, I, I, think, I feel fine I think about Philadelphia it. is really good. Ooh, sure. I think right. Philadelphia is can, really good. Can I show you something before we talk about Philadelphia? They're coming up, by the way. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers' passing chart. Some Patriots fan, obviously, everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, we're going to get rolled. Then we, Aaron Rodgers starts missing these deep shots. Uh-huh. Out of the six deepest shots he took, missed five of them. And then after, I asked the producers, hey, can you put together an Aaron Rodgers shaking his head? And I want your reaction to this stink. After every one of these misses... He's not like, you know what, we'll get him, guys. Don't worry. Hey, it's all right. You know, we're going to get a hang of it. He's just so dejected that I was like, oh, Patriots have got a chance here. This guy is really not on sort of as a connection with his wide receiver. So I felt good about this. We ended up losing, but I felt okay. Do you think that's I'm shaking my head because my wide receivers aren't doing what I need them to do, or do you think that's because I'm missing them? Uh, I assume it's the wide receivers. I, that was my read on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be my assumption, too. Like, we're just not quite in sync, and it's their fault. Hey, you know what? Hey, we always used to say, don't be a finger pointer. Be a thumb puller. Oh. Put the responsibility on you. He did in a press conference. Yeah, now, whether did. people believe it or not, but he did say, I got to be better. Yeah, but I, I, I believe him when he says he's concerned. Should be he should be, it was he smart should be to say what he said. You can't leave a, a, a game like that in overtime when you beat a third string let's, quarterback. Let's face it, you're back-to-back and MVP, and you haven't yeah, you, you haven't played to the standard. That, and you, we've got all it, the kinds of reasons you haven't, but you haven't played that to that standard and, yet. And I know we got a break, but in his defense, what quarterback, MVP or not, could lose a great receiver and then just kick ass all year? <laughs> oh, wait, I know one. <laughs> yeah. I know somebody who could. What are we talking about him again? When is that going to happen? Are we doing that in the show? <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to take it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cooper Rush here to stay. We'll discuss next. Uh. Oh, it's time for the no huddle. Interesting music. First up, undefeated Cooper Rush. First QB in the history of the world to win his first four starts with a QB rating above 90. That's unbelievable. In a question that is... A bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, Nick. Yeah. Is it time to have a serious convo about Cooper Rush? Okay, here's the conversation that I need to have. Brew was right, I was wrong in not writing this guy off. I okay. just the two-star recruit who's been in the league six years, who went to a small school and had started one game when he when he took over for Dak. I said, okay, their season's over. They're not. They'll be lucky to win one of their next four. They've won three in a row. And Brew was like, yeah. 
I was great. He was with you in the lab, stink mm-hmm. grinding tape. <laughs> yeah, grinding tape. Tape. all that tape. I, I, so I gave him credit. That tape. Uh, and Polish with that it. said, Dak Prescott, when he's healthy, which the one thing I was right on was that Dak was never coming back in three or four weeks mm-hmm. the way Jerry was talking nonsense. Now Jerry's saying he can't even grip a football yet. Right. So Dak, whenever Dak comes back, he's going to be the starter. Here's the maybe, I don't know, unpopular thing, but I know it's true. You know what Dak really needs badly for the Rams to kick the Cowboys' teeth in on Sunday? What Dak can't have, because Cooper threw two picks in this game and they were called off by penalty and the Washington stinks. I was wrong about that game as well. The, you know what's not good for Dak Prescott? If Cooper plays well and they beat the Rams. Yeah. And then in his first game back, mm. he's playing at Philly, who Stink is saying is a really good. A lot of people are saying might be the best team in the NFC. Yeah. I, I know it's not his character, but if I were a friend of Dak Prescott, I'm not saying Dak is feeling this way. He should be, though. I'd be like, you he know what I want to have happen, yeah. Stink? Get some Rams. I here. want the Rams to win by about 31 <clears throat> points so, to, so we can calm down this Cooper Rush fever a bit before I take back over my job. Well, look, he's human. And, and inside, he may very well be feeling that way. But I, I said this last week, and I, I meant it. I think Jerry wants to see Cooper Rush against the Rams. Well, because it's one thing to beat. I mean, they, they, all these wins are good wins. A win is a win right in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But if they go in there and beat the Rams, the Rams either coming off – you know, a loss to San Francisco or win, whatever it is, it's going to be a huge game in L.A. Then again, I, I, I still go with Dak, but that will ratchet up. I've already heard some people on TV, ex-players, talk about Cooper Rush now. And so I do think the noise will get even louder, Stink, if they beat the Rams. Oh. But what I would say to Dak is this. He can do what Cooper's – Cooper Rush is not making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like you said, those two got caught off, but not making mistakes – the run game yesterday wasn't strong, but that will be a, a leaning a on the defense. Strong, yeah. The defense is playing well. He's not making mistakes, and he's making plays when he needs to. He's managing the game. That's when Dak was at his best. When Zeke was the bell cow, and he managed the game and made plays here and there. When they started thinking Dak's going to carry us, that's when, I, in my view, the problems began. So Dak can come in here and do the same thing Cooper Rush is sure. doing at a higher level, and that's what they should be well, looking at. There's no question that Dak, he, Dak got paid for a reason because Dak is a really good quarterback. I mean, he's really good. And you're 100% right. When you put it all on the quarterback and you say, hey, this is where, this is where we're going now. This is what we're going to do. And I know that we've lost our left tackle multiple times. And I know we've got some issues at the right tackle position and injuries. But, you know, and I know we've, we, our, our left guard was a problem for a while. And I know our center retired after he had Guillaume Beret and I, I like all this, but you go ahead and win it for us, right? I mean, that, that to me is stupidity, right? That, that's not how you win. Cooper Rush has done a phenomenal job. But he is not Dak Prescott. He's not. And I'll tell you, you know, making decisions, I think a couple of things. Decision-making and accuracy have been big time for a backup quarterback to come in there and throw it with authority, to know where you're going with it, you see it open, and you're just letting it eat. Like there's a confidence about the way he's playing right now, and you've seen some wide-open throws, and he's made those throws. But make no bones about it. Dak Prescott, when healthy, is a better opportunity for the Cowboys to go deep in the playoffs. There's no question. He's a better player. Can I pick your brain about that? Yes, please. This is from Schlereth. Uh, this is from Schlereth. I'm sorry. This is from Schefter. Okay. Yeah, my SCHs <laughs> fraternity. Cowboys want to make sure that Prescott is as close to 100% healthy as possible. Could push back his return until week six. Sure. So what if Cooper Rush beats the Rams? Okay. And now Dak is not at 100%. He's at, I don't know, 91%. Mm-hmm. You got undefeated Cooper Rush and Dak, who is not fully at 100%, and you're making the call. Who are you going with? I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Cooper Rush until Dak. Until until I get to a point where Dak feels really comfortable. The other thing is. I'm not going to be in a position to re-injure the guy because right. I need him. This is a 17-game. This is a 17-game marathon, and right now, what we've done is we've come out and won three games in a row with our backup quarterback. And right? that's why they, that's why they botched this messaging so badly. From the very beginning, it should have been that's Dak correct. is on IR. But guess what, 100% America? Right. 
We, we have a, a, a diamond in the rough no one knows about but us. His name's Cooper Rush. That's and we drop my Sharpie. And we believe when Dak comes back, we're going to have a winning record. But we don't know when that's going to be, and we're going to be fine. Instead, they tried that. They played trip, it all trip. different types of work. Now, here's the thing. that Even if they put Dak on the IR and Cooper Rush was doing this and maybe beats the Rams, you still would have some of the controversy. Sure, sure. Yeah. So Okay, it's time to discuss uh, the undefeated Eagles, who are still undefeated, thanks to the generosity of the prince who was promised. Oh, he finally said it. <laughs> very well, I'm generous. willing to say yeah. it. He is. He's got a very generous kingdom yeah. in which he gives the Eagles the ball five times. Ball. What is that note like? First promised. player this century. I like that. Why, why not say millennia then? We should. We could have did the same, same thing applied. Four fumbles. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It was raining. Um, Jalen Hurts yeah, didn't. It was raining for everybody. Oh yeah. my! No, no, just for him. It was very <laughs> odd. I know. It was only raining when he had the ball. Okay. Can I? Can I tell sweet. you something? There's no way you can hold on the ball when you're wearing those pants. Okay. Like that. I'm sorry. You know I'm sorry. I'm those pants. Those pants. You wore those pants. Guy. This is the prince that was promised. <laughs> All right. And I would like you listen. Everybody laughed at me. Do you remember when my other? I have multiple sons. I have my large adult Slovenian son. My large next son, Trevor Lawrence. When my large adult Slovenian son, remember in that Mavs Sun series, and I said, play him straight up, stop, stop targeting him on defense. And yeah. I was like, oh, Nick, you don't know basketball. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. okay. Hey, guess what? Millennium. Guess what? Um, uh, play him in good weather. Uh, give me a break. What? I mean, give me a break. Oh, wait, wait, and whose wait. job? That's no, no. where you're going. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Dude, the most fumbles in a millennia is what the stupid graphic says. Yeah. So maybe it was. It not was lighter. the first game. Maybe played it was not in rain this millennia but, too. Well, I I don't know. I got. I you know I don't have the farmer's almanac on me. Here's what I will say. Was that a good game by him? No, of course not. And did they were they up 14 nothing and then blew it. Yeah, they did. But you know what this entire discussion proves? I have won the Jags argument. Huh? Well, oh, what? Oh. Do, uh, let me ask this. Let me just go around the table real quick. Because everybody laughed at your old buddy Nick Wright when I picked him to make the playoffs and said he was going to be a Pro Bowl-level quarterback. Right now, this moment, do, does anyone at this table think the Jags are not going to make the playoffs? Did that game, with, that they could go up 14-0 on Philly. Do you Right now, yes or no, if you had to pick it. Are the Jags making the yeah, playoffs? I'll pick no. I'm no? gonna say no. Sure, I'll say I will. No. I will pick yes. You would pick they're yes. They're in the hunt. No, no, no. They're they're, I'm not they're going to make it. the playoffs. Listen, he had six turnovers. You want me to sit here and defend six turnovers? Well, I can't defend six it. turnovers. I'm just saying. I think it's an outlier event. I think a six turnover game is an outlier event. Playing Philadelphia, the fact that they at one point were up 14 nothing on an undefeated team, I feel good about. Fine about it. I, I will tell you. I will tell you this. I think you're, the the big point that we're missing is how good Philadelphia is and how good their defense is. And when you're game planning, Especially when an offensive coach is game planning a defense, the first thing you look at is your D line. Like, who's the problem for us? Can we block that guy? Do we need to help our right tackle? Do we need to help our left tackle? Like, is there a defensive tackle in the middle that we have to double team with center and guard? Like, that's the first thing. Did the other thing you look at when you're game planning? Who plays corner for them? Who do they have? You look at their D-line, they are stout, they are deep, and they are good. And then you look at their corners, I will guarantee you that's the best tandem of corners in the National Football League. Wow. When you're talking, Darius, when you're talking, uh, Darius, you're talking Slay. Darius Slay, big play Slay, and you're talking um, Charles, oh, Bradbury. And Bradbury, yeah, Bradbury, sorry. Bradbury, and then they, like, they're as good as it gets. So that, that is an outstanding defense. They had something else working for them yesterday. You know when that run began? For, for Philadelphia? After a second Right bubble? after uh, Nick tweeted some obnoxious oh, tweet yeah, about that Jacksonville. Yeah. And that's when they took Listen, off. So I just want to know whose job in the King's court it was to teach the Prince how to deal with the rain. Oh my God. Give me a break. I mean, somebody's got to teach yeah, him. You don't oh, know. He's a young he guy. He was Gatorade Player of the Year in yeah. 2017. Yeah, it was in a, in a very arid climb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't rain in Clemson either. <laughs> okay. Look it up, America. Coming up next. Did Mahomes take the crown from Brady? Oh, oh from the Prince of the King. Oh, what a delight. <laughs> Back to Chiefs Bucks with three-time Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth. Mahomes was amazing. Nick was fired up. Yeah. And Tom Brady said some nice things about the Chiefs in a tweet that he posted this afternoon. Tough one against a great all-caps, Nick, team. No cap. <laughs> Plenty to work on, but we've got each other in the locker room. We'll get it right. Time for a little TB12 sports. There you go, a little marketing yeah. there. See yep. On this shoulder and a few hours of film to figure out how Pat, full name Patrick, 
flick that TD pass. Uh, so the question we're asking, nice. Nick. Put it you... right in the vein. <laughs> right in the vein. Oh, God, who cares what you're going to ask? Okay, go He's ahead. been the best quarterback in the league since the moment he got here. And this is the dumbest debate that is had in sports. So these type of shows didn't exist in the 80s. Of course, if they did. Yes, they did. No, not 24-7 no, sports did. talk yeah, like this okay. in the 80s. If they did, I would hope, though, that in Canada there wasn't a lot of, who's the best hockey player alive? I, some say Gretzky, but I don't know. Mark Messier's got a case for it. No. And in the 90s, when these things did exist, you know what wasn't getting debated? Who's the best basketball player alive? It was Michael Jordan. The debate was about second place. And this debate about who the best quarterback is, not only has it, has it existed, which is offensive, but it's existed so long that now people make lists where he's not first or second. You know who made that list? The NFL. Top 100. Behind Brady, who is now, you know, Sending out tweets acknowledging, you know, he, you know, this guy is better than I could conceptualize being. Good. Uh, and Rodgers was ahead of him. Rodgers, who looks awful pedestrian now that Devontae Adams is in there. Meanwhile, Mahomes is turning Jody Fortson to a household name. And Christian Watson. Do I, or the, he's, well, I don't even, Wilkins Watson? I'm not sure which one's on the Chiefs. The, <laughs> the, 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 whomever it is. And this is what I know. From the moment he got to the league, he's been better than everybody. From the moment. And you know what I also know? What else? Everyone else knows it. Oh. He instills a fear in you that only Brady can match. Of, oh, if, if he gets the ball back, he's going to win. It does not matter. If there's within one score, it does not matter how much time, he's going to win. He also has a level of artistry that nobody else in the league has ever had. And while he doesn't run with the power or the speed of some of the other quarterbacks, anytime he leaves the pocket and runs with the football, he gets the yardage he needs. He can do it in any context against any opponent. Yesterday, he played a team that had given up 27 points all year long to Dak Prescott, a dark horse MVP, James Winston, and a four-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers. He scored 28 <laughs> points in two quarters. That's, that's, no, that, that, that's, that's a year old. Last year. Oh, that's okay. a year old. He looked and good last year. year. And, and so I'm just, stink. I'm just tired of hearing, you know, Patrick Mahomes is great. But if I could start a franchise with someone, I'd start with Justin Herbert. I'm sick of hearing, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he's unbelievable. But Josh Allen does some things. That just nobody else can do. And I'm sick of hearing the most talented quarterback I've ever seen is Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes is better than all of them and has been every day of his career. And nights like last night remind us. And lastly, I'll say is this. You know how we know it? Because just like the other guys who are the greatest by far in their category, he is judged by a totally different standard. Because yesterday they won, but Josh Allen had a bad football game. And nobody cares because, like for every other quarterback in football, if your team wins, even if you don't have a good game, nobody, nobody says a word about it. For Mahomes, he, we're so used to his unquestioned greatness that we find things to judge him by totally different. Okay, so, when, yeah. did, when did he come into the league? 2018. 2018. Mm-hmm. And who started in 2018? Oh, no, he came into the league 2017. Smith. 2017, okay. Alex, Alex Smith, Smith was the starter right, there, and so, then he started in 2018. Okay, so he not from the day he walked into the from league. From the day he took over as the starter. Okay, okay, good. I, I, wanted, to cla- I wanted to clarify Sorry, that because you were wrong. I just want to make sure yeah. that you knew that you were wrong. Okay, okay so the day that he took over. I'm not going to argue that with you because there's, there is the GOAT, G-O-A-T, that's Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. Yep. And then there's the GOAT, G-O-A-T-T, the greatest at this time. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's and and that's, that's who Patrick Mahomes, he's yeah, the greatest the at this time. Office and, let me, and, and let me just say this. <laughs> the thing that amazes me about him is, as you said, not only does he operate you know, outside the outside the lines, right? His ability to color outside the lines is exceptional. It's right. just, it's otherworldly. I mean, that play, scrambling out, avoiding a sack, turning his back to the defense, and your ability to have a mental picture and know where everybody is. You've turned your back to the defense, right? And you roll back out of that attack line of scrimmage. You go, oh, here we go. Let me just throw a little uh, Karim Abeljabber <laughs> hook shot at you. That's Karim Abeljabber. Yeah, I like to call him Karim Abeljabber. But you know, I mean, what? A, like that is a freak show move 
to have that and to, to be able to – And that be, wasn't even the best play of the right, game. Be able right, to have that right. spatial awareness and know where everybody on the football field is at all times is exceptional. And I love the, I love the GMs that go, well, you know, you take away his first Turn him into Give street. Give stop. Right, 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 just stop right. it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Give the guy credit. from, And you're right. From the day he walked in as the starter – his ability to manipulate a defense, his ability to read coverage, his ability to hold guys, freeze them, and then make ridiculous throws wherever he wants, it's second to none. You know, and that's where, that's where I came in the league when people were like, oh, it's the Charger. Charger's going to Charger. They'll find a way to lose a game. That's who they are. That's who they've always been. I'm not worried about them. When, when he walked in here and, and people started going, oh, he's lost. It doesn't matter. He is he's legitimately that good. He's a unicorn and he is he's an absolute I, I hate this because I'm a Denver guy. Like this is like eating a turd sandwich for me. Oh boy. Yeah, that dude is <laughs> this this guy is just a freak. He's show. gonna do to do to the AFC West what this yeah, feel better, yeah, what they, Elway did to us for fifteen years. That does make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well look, Nick, you know I'm with you. I, I I've thought he's been the best quarterback in the league for several years. And mm. and he set the standard so high. Cause as you said, from day one, that season when he throws fifty touchdowns as a rookie and wins MVP, that standard and then winning the Super Bowl the next year, th- that's what everybody's judging him by. So anything less than that, people Feels are like starting failure. to kill him. Where I disagree with you on and, and it shouldn't be the case, but it is the case. You said everybody knows it. I don't think everybody knows it, unfortunately. Now, a game like yesterday, people start – I saw people talking more about Mahomes like they did a few years ago. But – and this is why yesterday was not a complete passing of the torch. In my mind, it may have been, but people out there, if Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen or Justin Herbert which is, might be unrealistic at this point. If one of them wins the Super Bowl this year, people will start assuming they have a good year, you know, statistically. People will start saying they're the best quarterback in the league. And I don't know why. I don't agree with that. It's Mahomes, period. But people are going to – maybe it's the standard so high or whatever – People are not going to give him that credit because they haven't been giving him that credit. You said it. He was ranked fifth, fifth. I think, in that NF- NFL.com poll, which yep. is ridiculous. And, and third by the eighth overall player and third quarterbacks by the players. Now, I do think that watching him, I, I thought last year when he had that, what, seven-game stretch, you threw a lot of interceptions, he was getting used to the cover two. That helped him. And we said it at the time, he's going to become a better quarterback because of that because he started taking what the defense gave sure. him, throwing underneath. But what stood out to me, Wiles, you and I talked about this. When I was watching that game, obviously Brady's the GOAT. But it felt like I was trying to find an analogy, like another great all-time player who you can't do anything but respect. Like, was it Bill Russell, was Brady, and then Kareem was Patrick Mahomes, where you saw Kareem doing stuff that Russell, you know, the hook shot and all. Like, that. it looked like the evolution of, of this position, and Brady was still surgical yesterday. Brady played, but Mahomes, the things he did, and even Allen and Lamar, obviously they're mobile and and they'll run. They run better than Mahomes, but that he when he gets out of the pocket, like the play he made when he threw the two yard touchdown flick to uh, mm-hmm. Edwards Hilaire. I mean, I don't think I don't know that they can do that. Like I don't know that anybody can do that. Can do that. Not, they will run with it. But they may, they, I don't know that they can do that type of pass. Yeah. So I reject the idea that it's Allen or Lamar are going to, like, take that throne. If they win it, I, I'm not saying Maybe, they will, but, but people be, are saying that that's, already that's about fine, Allen. But I felt like last night was a special moment. And it's easy to talk about, you know, be up 10,000 feet and talk about Mahomes' career. But if you look at the Bucks' schedule, this was the big, last big quarterback that Tom Brady is going to play maybe in his entire career if they don't make the playoffs, which is not a guarantee. And what I thought when we discussed, like, oh, maybe it's like your landline and the iPhone. We we kicked around that metaphor for a while. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, you know what it felt like? And you mentioned the word artistry. I thought it was the difference between a scientist and an artist. Now, Brady, in the way that he conducts his professional life, his personal life, his business – 
all very scientific, right? Study the defense, grow up under Belichick, study, 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 be disciplined, science, science, science. Personally, how can I like TB12 method, pliability, how can I, my nutrition, science, science, science. Professionally, business, I like looked up the Brady brand. Mm -hmm. He's selling a t-shirt quote, with zone ventilation via body map <laughs> mesh. It's very science. Mahomes has that, all of that, but with a level of artistry to it and a level of creativity that we've never seen right. from Brady. So whether it was the one play in the first quarter where he was in the grasp and threw it, or the little basketball play that he made on the goal line, that it turns out, Nick, yeah. we, he was practicing. And now Stink, maybe that's just like, ah, you're just goofing around and it ended up in the game. But this is something that well, is not in Brady's, you know, no, bag right, of tricks. Right. No, well, certainly you just don't have that kind of, you don't have that level of athleticism and that level, of, as you mentioned, creativity. Here's the great news for you and the rest of the Chiefs fan. Uh, because I heard you say this in the Provo. Uh, they avenged their Super Bowl loss, so you, they have to give their rings back, right? No. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. I, listen, don't, don't listen. I think they might get a chance to avenge that Super Bowl loss with the Super Bowl Could happen this year. You, but that, this is a soft launch. That's you? why I told you. saw him practicing that before the game. Yeah. That's why I told you, among other reasons, the behind-the-back pass is coming. Let's Go! That's what it I is want. Coming in again. Oh! All right. Oh, speaking of teams though that won't make a Super Bowl this month. Oh, we're talking about Stinks Broncos. Also, Broussard's Broncos. <laughs> we discuss next. Head out to Vegas. That's where Hubs is. Our producer, Dusty's filling in. Josh McDaniels wins. Broncos lose. Russ played. I thought okay, bro. Seventeen for twenty-five. 237 yards, two TDs, also ran for a TD. Stink, this is your squad, even though Broussard also bleeds Bronco orange. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Are you shocked at the Broncos' slow start? I am, I am not shocked at their slow start. Um, I really, I'm really not. And I think one of the things, you know, everybody talks about Russ, and I – you know, I get this in Denver all the time on my radio show. Oh, Russ, he's not like he's out of shape or yeah. he, he can't run anymore. Clearly, he's lost his athleticism. I'm like, would you calm down? Have Relax on YouTube that page. stuff. That's not R-E-M. that's not the case. Here's the deal. So I've had the opportunity uh, to sit with Russ. I probably did it over the last four or five years. I've probably done 12 Seahawks games, five, 10 to 12 Seahawks games. Mm-hmm. So I've sat down with Russ that many times just to discuss kind of, you know, where he's at, what he's doing, kind of how the growth is. And one of the interesting things I asked him was, like, who did you study? Who do you study? And so, and he said, okay, well, I I studied kind of the histrionics of Peyton Manning at the line of scrimmage, right? All the stuff that he does, all the checks. Then I studied the accuracy and the underneath game of Tom Brady, the motions decided, what the coverage is and all that kind of stuff. And then he said, I I, I, I studied the footwork and the pocket presence of Drew Brees. So, it, my point being is that he hears the criticism. You know, he may act like he doesn't have rabbit ears, but he has rabbit ears. He hears it all. Yeah. And the issue is how many sacks he's taken and can you consistently win as an undersized quarterback from the pocket? And I think that, that part of what he's doing, he understands to play into his 40s, well into his 40s, like these other quarterbacks, he has to become better at operating from the pocket taking what the defense gives him, getting ready to rip it, not holding it out, not waiting for big plays to happen. This is part of the progression of Russell so Wilson you, growth. Does he need to be running more? Well, he, you know what? The last Yesterday, two weeks, the last two right. weeks, he's scoring drives. He's run to create first downs. You know, here's, the, here's the balance that he has to, I think he's going to have to come to grips with this, at least this year. So this is the balance. Hear me out on this, is that, and, and I was there at the end of John Elway's career, right? John Elway could still run. He could still manipulate things. He could still do those things on the run. He just chose not to unless it was a critical situation. Yeah, Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. So the, the deal is, is you're going to have to pick your spots. You're going to have to pick your spots when you put yourself in harm's way and go make a play. And you can't all of a sudden yeah. just become the greatest pocket quarterback in the world, right? That's going to be a... And the Broncos probably could help him out by calling more. The the one thing Russ is still great at 
is the deep you shot. Saw it. You saw is it. it no, but, he, but he hasn't hit deep shots. Like, I know he hasn't, but I think they got to hit a couple this yeah, year. Yeah, and I think they should call And listen, they, they, they should, you should all be sending you know, thank you cards to Jimmy Garoppolo because the self-safety is why they're not 1-3. and three. And they're 2-2, two and two, and they're the Broncos once again. And the question I have is this. Did the Broncos trade for the wrong quarterback? Because can Stop. We just, well, can I just the show you what should they have panel? traded for? Oh, I don't know. I just let's just let's just can we show the blind stat panel, please? This is gonna, I'll give you a hint. The guy on the left go. is Russ. I know. And you might say the guy on the right. Why would he be available? What if I told you that team was willing to trade a quarterback this year? Because that guy on the right is. Oh boy! I knew it was. Oh boy! <laughs> stop! Do you think they had to give up two ones, two twos, a four and three starters for Geno? <laughs> yeah, but look at the numbers. Of course they, they would have. Of course they, they would. Look the at the bargain. So I don't know, bro. You know those I, numbers are coming I, way down I don't know. on the right. And I don't know what they are. Up on the left. I don't know. I don't know that. I certainly don't know they're coming way up on the left. I, Listen, bro. He's a very limited player on a very limited team, and I don't want to pile on. I don't want to pile on. It's not nice. Stink's not surprised because Stink thought do. they were a nine or ten win team. Yeah, I still think they're a nine or ten yeah. win team. And I thought they were an seven eight or nine seven win team. Seven is fine. Yeah, that's fine. You so, got a little over your skis with the twelve <laughs> look, and five. <laughs> I don't care if they go twelve and five or. Ten and seven. Sure. The key is making the playoffs. Well, that's not happening either. They, they, they still are very much alive. And Stink is right. I love what I'm starting to see from Russell Wilson. He's not looking limited to me anymore. Now, I'm not saying he was awesome yesterday, but the deep ball was there. He threw the deep ball very well. He ran, like you said, when he needed to. Right. All right. So he was not the problem. Now, they got some issues because I love Javante Williams. Yeah, I do too. And it's Melvin Gordon. I mean, first of all, they, they may win that game yesterday. Melvin Gordon's giving up the ball like every five times yeah. he touches it. This was this actually a good fourth pass. fumble, and this one, this may have cost them the game. I know they lost by more than a touchdown, but that killed them. Russ can that make a tackle. And then how about this? Now, the defense has been carrying them all season. But yesterday, Josh Jacobs, okay. look at that. I mean, you give tackle. a guy a quarter of a billion so to prevent excuses. Though. No, no, no. This is not excuse. These are explanations. All right. And then how about this from Boone? I mean, that's fourth and five. Yeah. That's fourth down and five. Nick. The field goal from seventy. <laughs> right. So I mean, look. At this. So Russ is fine. Like like Stink said, Russell Wilson is not the issue. He's adjusting to a, a new offense. Right. The coach finally is is understanding what's going on. So they're, they're, the injuries bother me. Randy Gregory, I don't know if we've heard how right. long he's Devontae's out. big because I, I think he's their best offensive player. You know, and then obviously him. Melvin Gordon, that guy puts the ball on the ground more than grass. Ridiculous. Like that thing is, that thing is on the ground. Go, go Badgers, though. Badgers are. Listen, he's going to be the look, ten, I'm, Playoffs. I don't want to hear about 12 and 5. Of course playoffs. you don't. Well, playoffs. We got 30 you seconds. You got Jacksonville left. in. We have, I got Denver. Yeah, there's the best play of the weekend. We have a Broncos, former Broncos offensive lineman here. Oh, my God. Stink, can you just walk us through this play? He barely missed it. Uh, I mean, he got – he got. that was mid-jump. You realized, oh, my gosh, there's not – what am I doing? See, the difference between me and Garrett Bowles right there, I'd have already been on the sideline drinking water. I was like, oh, I'm not going to catch him. I'd have been on the sideline, on the bench, getting my breath back. Was that done for the film? To show your effort, uh, I, the coaches you, know, you were trying. That, no, I mean that's, uh, <laughs> dude, that's just that's embarrassing. Stink, your yeah. first time in the studio. Yes, A minus. A minus. Yeah, really. Pretty good. Yeah, really. That's pretty good. Tomorrow, I, I give you an A plus. Thank guy, you. Thank you, buddy. Well, no, we got. We got tomorrow. No. I'm an A. How about we build right in between? Yeah, I mean, build them up. But you know what? Oh, trophy culture. A minus. You come back. Right. You're right. Hey, are the Panthers? But who wrote this? That's oh, not that, an A-. Doomed. That's not an A-minus. Doomed? I'd rather have Jimmy G than him. Three minutes to go. We saved the hottest takes for last, drawing a blank. Panthers fall to one and three. Loss against the Cardinals, which some people have going to the Super Bowl. It'll be there anyways. <laughs> Baker, who crunched the numbers, had 100 Balls tipped at the line. New record. Almost. Yeah. Nick, Baker's start with the Panthers has been what? Mm, boy. Okay. Uh, is that your answer? Or you just, no, my yeah, answer that's, is that would work. here's yeah. the deal. Here's the deal, America. In this business, you give a take, 
and our job is to give takes we believe in yeah. and defend them to the death. Okay. Well, the Baker Mayfield take is done. Wow. I'm done. I can't watch him throw the ball in the defensive lineman anymore. Yikes. The start has been terrible. The defense is good. Now, their coach is a is What's going on? doofus. I mean, the, and the stat that the Panthers are now 1-26 in, in games when they allow 17 points. Like 17, yeah, no, 17 that, points that, would make you the lowest scoring stat. team in the league. <laughs> so, in games where you don't shut the opponent out, you lose them all. It's essentially the deal under Matt Rule. But, bro, I think you were right and I was wrong about a lot of the Baker stuff. He's not very good. You've been saying that a lot today. No, I, that's because I'm Thank gracious you. and I'm you. trying to make you feel better about stuff. Is I, that a shirt I get? An award? No, this oh, is the Baker. This is our Baker. <laughs> This He's is off old, the leash, this folks. Is our old Baker He's off, off the, the leash. leash. This is our old Baker off the leash. This is when we. These were from simple days of week it one where we were feeling good so about Baker. Easy. That, but, I you guys think he see, needed the leash. In it. But do you see, Brew, how with how poorly he's played, you realize every single one of the ga- these games they've been right there. Like the idea that the Panthers, because of the schedule, could have been That's right, a you playoff, playoff team. I had him as the final playoffs. playoff team. At nine and eight. All right, so I have. So can I yeah. throw you a bone just to yeah, you don't please. feel that bad? Maybe it's not Baker's fault. It is. No, it's well, Baker's fault. This, Matt Rule. Well, no. Like, why not make it's a change in Matt Rule? Oh, Dude, okay. That's, go. that's yeah. That's an issue. Too. Matt Rule's quote was, "Our team will respond. We always do, huh? <laughs> we yeah, always do." Talking about yeah, exactly. and he's got McCaffrey. Yeah. At least and Darnold, Darnold is, looked good when McCaffrey okay. was there. All right, stop. I mean, this he did. This is back. why it was at least a battle, don't Nick. Ever, you said it wasn't even a QB competition. It wasn't. It was. No, it he's better than been. Darnold. He's better I than Darnold. I agree, I think. We'll see. When can't Darnold lose, gets back in a few weeks, Darnold might be playing again. Now that I'm reminded that our debate was really about Darnold, I now take it all back. I love it. I love it. He's off the I wasn't wrong. His thing was about Darnold. 